0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. Let's get a getting. We've got to get on down there and stand where folks are standing around, down at the old sawmill, down there at the old country church, waiting for the Old Trailblazer to come by and share God's word with them and tell them how the Lord saves a sinner. It is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. I'm happy to be with you folks at this time. And before I forget, let me give you my mailing address. Maybe you got your pencil there. It's the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. This is a regular broadcast of the Old Trailblazer, and we're beginning a new series there at this time on divine healing, true and false. We looked there yesterday or in our last service. Someone had written us and called us and asked us, what do we preach and what do we believe? And I promised you I'd read you some excerpts from a little pamphlet I put together on what we most surely believe. And I'll be glad to send this to you, free and postpaid in the mail. It's three pages. But I'm going to just run you some excerpts of it. I believe, old Trailblazer believes, that the Bible is the inerrant, absolute, unbroken, verbally inspired word of God. Then, I believe that there is only one living and true God. And I believe that man was a direct, perfect creation of God. I believe that salvation of any sinner is holy of grace, holy of the Lord apart from works. I believe that in order to be saved, a sinner must be regenerated or born again, made a new creature in Christ. I believe that repentance and faith are sacred duties and inseparable graces. I believe that election is the eternal purpose of God, according to which he graciously regenerates and sanctifies and saves sinners. I believe in the eternal security of all believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. They are kept by the power of God. I believe that the law of God is the eternal and unchangeable rule of his moral government. I believe that the Lord Jesus Christ was virgin born and that he's the eternal son of God. I believe in the imminent soon coming of our blessed Lord back to this earth again. I believe that Christian baptism is the immersion of a believer who by the work of the Holy Spirit has brought forth fruit suitable for repentance. I believe the Lord's Supper is the second of two ordinances that Christ left us and when observed by God's people after solemn self-examination shows forth the Lord's death. I believe that the first day of the week is the Lord's Day or the Christian Sabbath. I believe that civil government is of divine appointment. I believe that the local assembly known as a church set forth in the New Testament is the only divine institution established by the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe all the above is found in God's Word when the Bible and these doctrines of truth have become experimental to my own heart. I believe we can sum up what the Bible teaches in these five great precious doctrines. The sovereignty of God or God on the throne. The total depravity of man. Salvation by grace. Blood redemption in Christ. The person and work of the Holy Spirit and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ back to earth again. Now, my friend, I just hit the highlights of these. I'll be glad to send them to you. You may want to know what the old Trailblazer is all about. I'll send it to you free and postpaid, and it won't cost you a penny. And now you can get a better idea of what we teach, what we preach here at the old Trailblazer broadcast. Let me say this. Back many, many years ago, Pastor L.R. Shelton was the founder and the pastor of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in New Orleans, there on Opelousas Avenue, where he preached for over 50 years before the Lord called him home. And then later on, the Lord called me into the ministry, put me there as a pastor for 13 years before Hurricane Katrina came along and kind of washed us out of the city and took lost all our property there. And we were able to sell it and move up here in the country to Walker, Louisiana, where the old trailblazer was born and raised on a strawberry patch and come up uh, hard, working hard, knowing how to work, knowing how to do those things, and later on went into uh, working in the electrical industry and went in the electrical business for many years, and the Lord blessed me and uh, gave me grace to retire there when I was fairly young, and I've been in the, involved in this ministry all these years. I won't take a penny out of the church uh, treasury for the old trailblazer. Had a man call me one day, and he said, "Yo, fool, you ought to quit taking that church's money. I wrote him back. I said, No, I don't usually write to folks like you but I don't take the church's money. I don't draw a penny out of the church's money, and uh, the Lord provided for me, and I praise the Lord for that. Don't you? It's it's a grace to not have to take God's money. I believe in preachers being paid now. I'm not saying that. I think they need to be paid generously so that they can live uh, at least a a clean, sociable life and do what the Lord wants them to do. And I had a man one day, a friend of mine was a preacher, and he I'd bought him a new car, and he said, oh, I wish I could get me one of them. I said, well, just buy you one. He said, no, my people think I'm kind of a big shot if I get, I said, tell them to go to hell for their trouble. I said, the Lord gave me this car. The church didn't buy it. I bought it myself. So, my friend, look, I believe that pastors ought to be paid. I I read a little thing. Brother Spurgeon said the church was calling a new pastor, and one of the deacons was praying. He said, Lord, you keep him humble, and we'll keep him poor. Now, that's kind of the way folks think about sometimes, but eh, let's don't be like that. No, sir. If you have a saved pastor, one who knows the Lord, you, you take care of him, treat him generously and, and, and take care of his needs and, and all of those things, my friend. And uh, But let's get back to our study. We begin in our last study, a series of studies on divine healing, true and false. We read just a little bit there. We're going to start out at this time reading one of the God's gracious scriptures, in 2 Corinthians 4, if our gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. That's 2 Corinthians four three four. 4. It's always been, always has been, always will be, I suppose, the purpose of Satan to keep the eyes and the hearts and minds of unbelievers blinded, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ should shine unto them and that they might be awakened to their lost condition and turn to Christ for salvation. Now, my friend, I know I know that we preach here God's word, and I know that it's foreign. And to some folks, when we speak about Holy Spirit conviction, I have people call me on the phone a lot of time right after this broadcast goes off and they say, Pastor, trailblazer, what do you mean by Holy Spirit conviction? What do you mean by awakened sinner? And I stop what I'm doing, and I tell them, the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. Man by nature does not know that he's a lost sinner. Man by nature thinks he's somebody come, but when the Lord sets his love upon an individual, the Holy Spirit comes there and probes that heart and digs around that heart and and takes the light of the glorious gospel and shines it into that heart. That's why we say that they're blinded. They have to have the light shined into their heart. And there they have that self-examination. They see the wickedness of their heart. Have you ever done that, my friend? You think you somebody come? You think you just something on a stick? Oh, my friend, listen. The Bible says there is none righteous. No, not one. That the soul that sinneth, it shall die. It is appointed unto man once to die. And after that, the judgment. But my friend, man is a sinner, is a sinner. You don't just grow into grace from sinfulness. No, you have to be washed. You have to be regenerated. And that's what the Lord does. And the scripture says, no man can come to the father except the son draw him. Or no man can come to the son unless the father draw him. What is that drawing? That's the Holy Spirit. The work of the Holy Spirit is to awaken, awaken Oh, my friend, how many have I talked to in my last 30, 40 years who were plodding down the highway of time, happy, have a good home, a wife and a family and a good job, going to church every Sunday. And the Lord set his love upon them. And they began to see what a sinner they was. I've been down the road a long time, my friend. And uh, folks ask me, Trail Trailblazer, where did you go to school at? I said, I went to the University of Hard Knocks. I did. I did. I went to the University of Hard Knocks. Every obstacle that I faced was a blessing. It was the Lord teaching me who I was, what I was, and what the Lord, who the Lord is. Oh, but listen, my friend. Listen, Satan is keeping our folks blinded. In order to do this, he uses false doctrine and false teaching that he can pull out of his bag of tricks, bag of lies. In our last studies or two, we talked to you about Satan, the old trickster. Well, he has a trick bag. He has a bag that he carries around with him. But one of his chief chief methods he's using today, twisting the scriptures, is divine healing, so-called. Oh, my friends, growing like leaps and bounds. Growing like leaps and bounds. I mentioned to you a few days ago, if you were listening, that I have a, a, a copy of some uh, material out of one of Brother H. L. Ironside's books where he told of the beginning of the charismatic movement out there in Zuzu Street in Los Angeles, California, where all of this come from. If you write me, I'll send you those several pages out of Brother Ironside. Have you ever heard of Dr. Ironside? If you hadn't, you ought to get some of his books. We have them here in the bookstore. I want you to listen to these studies. Keep your, keep your mind and your heart. If you just put aside your prejudice don't say that old crazy kook, that old trailblazer, he just... No, don't do that. In dealing with this subject, divine healing, true and false, I'm going to give you, thus saith the Lord. Isn't that what you want? I'm dealing with doctrines and not with personalities. I want you to get that. I, want, I, My friend, it's doctrines, not personalities. It's, it's not personalities. I'm not being personal with these things. Everyone who is honest, Wants to know the word of God. In John eight forty seven. Christ said, He that is of God heareth God's word. And he also said, Ye therefore hear them not because you're not of God. This series of Bible studies is more or less, uh, we here been accused of not believing in divine healing. And I've received scores of letters and phone calls saying, if you only had the baptism of the Holy Ghost, if you only had the blessing and the gift of healing, what a powerful ministry you'd have. Now, my friend, this series of the messages is our answer, my answer to that. This, in this series, we're going to look, give you a message on the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Let me state in the very beginning that the Bible teaches divine healing. And second, that I personally the old trailblazer personally believe in divine healing as set forth in God's word. There has spread all over this country a false concept of divine healing, which is damning souls to hell. And that's what we often attempt to do, to refute error. The the old trailblazer's message from the beginning has been a warning message, but yet we do refute error. We refute error on every hand, my friend. And as I said, it's not Personalities, it's doctrine. It's God's Word. It's God's Word. You can't You can't refute God's Word, my friend. You can twist it and make it say whatever you want to. Oh, my friend, so I just asked you to stay with me on these studies, and uh, we'll be true to your soul. Wish you'd remember my mailing address. It's the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785, In my website, radiomissions.org. Goodbye, and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad, or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.